Yeah, I think it is. I think so, maybe. It should be. I can't keep... I lost track. We li- we re- really did lose track before we started this episode. <laughs> it's like, wait, are we up to ten? Nah, it's impossible. It's kind of sad, really. <laughs> it's very sad. I don't sound like death anymore. <sighs> that's that's good. It's a, it's a brand new year. We've got new stuff to do, new topics to talk about. Where should we begin? Let's talk uh, good news before mediocre news. Nintendo had a direct a couple days ago. Wow, don't be so direct about it. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and uh they got some pretty good stuff under their belt. I always like a direct. Have you noticed that, you know, Sony will have they'll say they'll have a conference and then everybody's like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Xbox will say they have a conference and then everybody laughs and goes back to looking at Sony. But then Nintendo announces they have a direct and everybody goes, "Wait, what?" Okay, everybody pay attention. Well, that's great, because they take the hype of the E3 press conference, and instead of spending a lot of money to do it only once in June, they spread it out amongst the year, and they do it in their, pretty much their back room, pretty much. Exactly, and this one was pretty long. It was over 45 minutes. Not a bad length. And they had a lot to say. Nintendo's got a lot of shit for us. Uh Nintendo's like, okay, fine. You third-party guys aren't going to help us in our shit? We'll do it ourselves, then. Here's some shit for you. And we got the indies. (laughs) They started it off with a bang. I wasn't there to see it live, but I did go back and rewatch it. Uh, the new Fire Emblem looks great. It's too bad there's no Shin Megami Tensei attached to it, which I wasn't really worried about because, you know, everyone's been saying it's been dead for so long. It, <laughs> I guess it's kind of official now. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Remember how we thought we weren't getting Leighton versus Ace Attorney? And then all of a sudden it came out of nowhere? And another thing that everybody thought was dead was Devil Survivor 2 Broken Record, which is the remake of Devil Survivor 2 coming to the 3DS. And that popped up out of nowhere, didn't it? Exactly. Everybody assumed it was a dead project, and then all of a sudden, guess what? We're here! And guess what? It's coming out soon! Yeah, real soon. I was was really surprised with the new Nintendo 3DS when it was coming out. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be someone like, you know, April or May, but... February? February! Wow! Less than a month! Sheesh. Well, uh, what did Nintendo's official Twitter say? There's like, there's less than 30 days to get your hands on this. I was like, oh, come on. That's not, that's not, a, like, so, that's not supposed to excite me. That actually kind of depresses me. Well, <laughs> there, I got to figure out how I'm going to eat now. <laughs> uh, so long, house. I got to get a new Nintendo 3DS. Speaking of which, what are your thoughts on the new system? It looks pretty. I'm not sure if I'm going to be getting it right away. That sounds about right, yeah. I mean, not right now, because there's a lot of other good games coming out that I want to save up for. I mean, well, I'd much rather get Majora's Mask 3DS than the new Nintendo 3DS, because my 3DS still works fine, mm-hmm. and will probably work fine for at least a little while longer, I believe. Yeah, that was, uh, that was one thing that really caught my eye, was the price tag. 
for some... Don't get me wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited about the new 3DS. I'm definitely going to pick it up, but I'm just not sure when, when the moment's right, I guess. Right, right. I would say as soon as your 3DS is truly dead or you actually want a bigger 3DS, go for it. But uh, the price tag, that killed me. I was like, oh, it's about the price of a regular 3DS XL right now. I was worried about the price so much. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like 250 or no, something. No, 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 but... no, no, no. I kind of figured it would be around the 200 mark. But what I didn't expect was the lack of AC adapter. It's not that big of a deal, but it's it's a it's a deal breaker for some people. Maybe, but you know, adapters are still cheap to to come by. They'll probably just sell it separately. But that probably does save a bit of money right then and there. Well, you it would probably save money for Nintendo mostly, but. If you really think about it, what has been added versus what has been taken away to make that price? For one, I think uh, they gave it a C-Stick, they gave it a ZR and ZL buttons, they added more RAM so it can play bigger games, which is a big A-plus in my book. They and, made it more like the Wii U gamepad, pretty much. And the f- face-following 3D. That was another brilliant move. In fact, I kind of hope that the new 3DS will replace the gamepad. I think that'd be really cool. Well, you can already kind of do that with uh, Smash Wii U. You can use your 3DS to play the game. So... Yeah, but we need to go further than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be nice. That would mean you could get more than one gamepad. The fact that, you know, if I could turn it on and work with the interface, I think it can do that, or maybe that's what they're building up to doing. Mm-hmm. So that way, when they move on to a new console, you know, if you've got the new 3DS and the Wii U, you know, you can still kind of play with that, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, just a few updates, and bam, it'll probably work. Nintendo's always got good things in store. You know, they're always, you know, they've always got something up their sleeves. Yeah, apart from... People always think, oh, Nintendo's so fucking doomed, but they say that every single generation, and yet they're still stronger than ever. Exactly. There weren't too many, like, really big things that got me excited uh, during that Direct. I mean, another Fire Emblem, and then that was about it. I'm kind of excited for a new 3DS, like I said. Oh, and Amiibos. All over the place. And me, one who hasn't played Xenoblade Chronicles, <gasps> am kind of excited for Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yes. <laughs> now, also as one who hasn't played the original Xenoblade Chronicles, is that open world? Oh yeah, it's very open world. Hmm. It is hmm. literally from as soon hmm. as you're able to explore the entire map, you can go anywhere. They don't suggest it because there are monsters with much higher levels than you, but you can explore anywhere... And uh, so it's, so it's, it's like an MMO kind of thing, then. Kind of, but as you progress through the story, bigger locations show up. Well, I look forward to giving it a try, because it, it looked nice, but once it climbed to, like, $90 on Amazon and GameStop, no. I'm no. thinking, <laughs> I don't want to play that much. Yeah, don't do that. Chances are the 3DS version will be 50 bucks, so around a, a regular title. That's fine. If they need the added space to make it all nice and shiny, that's cool. I'll pro- that's, that might be around the time I pick it up, then. It's coming out in in, uh, May, I think. I've got a PS4, and that's keeping me quite busy, so I'm okay on that front. Speaking of which, uh, what you playing? I'm playing a lot of stuff right now, man. A lot (laughs) of stuff. You know what? Dragon Age Inquisition is still a top contender, but uh, another one that's creeping up behind it, uh, The Evil Within. Hmm. Um, Still, now, uh, I've been reading your stuff on Twitter. Yep. You don't seem to like that game too much. Uh, I finished it last night as of this recording, and it was a lot of wasted potential. 
There was a lot more it could have done, but I will give it a couple... Let, let me give it the good stuff, because there was good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore the bosses in The Evil Within. Those were probably some of the most fun moments I've had in survival horror. Well, I love every encounter, actually. Every encounter feels like a fun boss fight to me. Mm. Incrementing in terms of you know, danger. And... I, I can contest that. Well... But, but but I do agree. The bosses are very, very fun. It makes you use your brain. But I feel like that they're a bit too easy. Um, I guess it all depends on what you upgrade. What you what are you playing on? I'm playing on survival. What is that? That's normal, isn't it? Normal mode. Okay, yeah. Um, you, play on, you play on hard or some shit trying to be a badass? Nobody's impressed, man. God! Yeah, I wish. No, I played on normal, too. But, uh, base... Now, the story is stupid. It is, but it, no, it's it's very stupid. I found myself getting invested by chapter nine, though. Once I found, like, once I started understanding and things started falling into place, I'm thinking, oh, and then I I really started to like it. I'm on chapter ten right now. There's fifteen chapters, so you're pretty close, but one of them drags on forever, and that's probably one of the bad points I can give the Evil Within. It drags on so long. I feel like that there's some payoff to it, though, because I have a theory that everything done in this game was intentional. Hmm. Are you also talking about the glitches and bullshit traps? Well, I just well, that's just why I love Next Gen, because no matter how shiny the textures can be, or how good the graphics will get, or how much uh, millions of dollars we pour into it, you still can't change the fact that programming is really hard to do. Yeah. So, when, so whenever I see those glitches that break the immersion, I just laugh, and, remember, and I remember we're still human inside. Yeah, there were uh, actually a couple funny glitches, and I had the Xbox record them. I'll have to upload them later. There Same w- here. I've, I've got some good glitches, too, and some <laughs> funny moments. And- <laughs> no, there, was, uh, there was one I actually posted to Vine so everybody could see it, because I thought it was hilarious. It was, the, uh, it was a boss fight with the Keeper, and it was inside a meat closet, or a meat storage area in a freezer, and he got stuck on one of the pieces of meat and wouldn't move. And I thought that section of the game was a timed segment, like you had to wait a certain amount of time for your entrance to open. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll just sit here. And then five minutes pass and nothing's still happening. I was like, oh, okay, I probably have to kill him. But that was hilarious to me. The glitches really do kind of give it a sense of charm, you know, but they're, they're, not, they're nothing really truly game-breaking, though. No. No, but they, they it's are... A, it's a worrying trend, though, but well, you know, yeah, as, long, yeah. as long as they're nothing completely unplayable then i don't mind nah, too much. N- nothing to break the game i also like the even though they're really generic weapons i really like the loadout especially the crossbow that has the, saved my life more times than any the cr- oh definitely the crossbow has become more useful than i thought it was going to be which which uh, bolts do you usually invest in uh explosive and the spears i usually go with uh, the frost the explosives and the fire whenever i can those poison ones are fucking useless. Yeah, they kind of suck. Did you get uh, Flash? I did get Flash. Because uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the different bolts, and you're mentioning poison? I never got that one. Well, I got poison, yeah. It it doesn't really... From what I've seen, it didn't really do anything. I fired out at a guy, and he didn't even flinch. It just kind of got poisoned, and I think I got poisoned too from him. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, what's the fucking point of that then? <laughs> yeah, I had, uh, I, I think I did miss one, to be honest. I got uh, spear, electricity, uh, flash, explosion. Did you get spark? That's what I meant by electricity. Oh, right, yeah, right. 
I, I f- oh, and Freeze. Did you get the one that wins the game? Which one? Ugh, that one was obvious. It was in the first level. Duh. Oh, excuse fucking me. I was, I was <laughs> too busy going around every single corner and running into a trap. How do you run into traps? I didn't, I didn't like, get exploded by a single trap once, except when I was disarming them, of course, which, <laughs> a little niggling thing, but it, it keeps the tension up. I... The whole, the whole risk versus reward thing that I really kind of liked about the game. I completely disagree. You don't like the traps? If there were less of them. I think there should have been more chest traps than, uh... Oh, well, yeah, th- those, ki- those kind of disappeared after Chapter 10. I was wondering, where the hell are the chest traps? Because those are really interesting, because, you know, you can still see the traps, so you know what, you just gotta kind of open up just so that it disarms, but not so, but not enough that it explodes. It's, it, that's right. that's kind of the tension that I like. Right. But having bullshit timing on something that's got a little bit of a delay to it, that I've got to relearn how physics and timing works from ha- my hand-eye coordination I've learned for years, goes down the toilet, you know, it's not all that fun. So I, 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 do, I do feel your pain, but... Sometimes I, I will say uh, probably with the funniest moment in that game was my first experience with a proximity mine. The uh, the ones you have to like duck and then disarm and then you have to do the timing mini game. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely hilarious because the way they explained it, it was turning around in a circle and you have to hit it in the little space there. Right. I thought it was going to do multiple turnarounds. So it me went, too. It went all the way me around. Too. And I, it went all the way around and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I feel the same way it happened to me. It's like, all right, so I gotta wait for that blue thing. Just gotta go around once, and maybe I can see if I hit it on the right timing. Eh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was hysterical. That's about the only time I enjoyed the traps. But it's just the fact that the I I call it. This is part of the point where I bring up wasted potential because you could have done so many other different types of traps. It's either that or you could have had something else to replace them. Because by the end, you're you're really gonna hate proximity mines that you can't uh, undo. You're gonna hate those when you get to them. Well, I'm, I'm having fun so far, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna get a lot harder and a lot more shootier. But I'm really enjoying the actual survival nature of it. The fact that I'm actually like looking around, I'm thinking. Uh, I feel like the game is actually a bit merciful at times when you know that happens. I feel like that the game is trying to play with the player, too. There's, like, a bit of a deeper layer under, underneath it. Because I usually find, when I usually run headlong into a trap I didn't see coming, when they go, when it does back to the loading screen, the game laughs at me! It happens, it happened on several occasions, and I'm willing to call it fact now, that the game laughs at you when you hit a trap that you didn't see. Well, how many times have you died, give or take a few? Oh, I don't know. Countless times. It tells you at the end! See, I don't mind dying, though, because I'm, again, I played Dark Souls. I hate bringing it up, but I love bringing it up at the same time. It's given me a bit of a challenge. I, it, it's like a game I can really sink my teeth into. It gave me the same kind of challenge that Resident Evil got, but it also has a really kind of gripping atmosphere as well. And I feel like that the game has been tweaked, so that way it's oppressive and as, you know, uh, difficult as it, as it possibly can be. I notice this because, you know in those hospital scenes? Yeah. The camera feels fine. Like, I can move around just fine. It feels natural to move. But then, when I'm actually in the game, and there's shit coming after me, the camera, like, it feels it feels slow, it feels sluggish, you know? I feel I don't feel like I'm moving very good, you know, the camera's way too zoomed in, so I, I think those hospital zones are, like, supposed to feel safe, and then these little tweaks that they did in the actual game made it feel more oppressive. It, it, it's just, I don't know, kind of a neat thing, I guess. 
I see your angle on this, but again, I'm going to have to disagree. When I need to move quickly away from a guy that barely dies from anything I shoot at him, which is another complaint I had, the enemies don't die. But uh, e- even need, with you a... Need to, you shoot him in the head twice, and they're, they're down for the count. It's easy. What gun did you fully upgrade? I uh, upgraded the fuck out of my handgun. Okay. There might have been the issue, because I was trying to upgrade everything. See, I, I just love how well this game is designed, because that, this, this brings you to the upgrade system. It's Resident Evil 4. That that kind of appeared in, like, the beginning chapter, but you don't really have a lot of goop to work with, so you can upgrade, like, into a couple of things or whatever, and then you don't see it until, like, chapter 4. So you have to go three whole chapters getting all this goop and having, like, piss-poor baby abilities to help you. And so once you get to that to that point, you've already learned the game and how it works and how some of the mechanics work, so you know exactly what to upgrade. Hmm. It's like, well... Apparently I like using my handgun, so I'm going to upgrade that a lot. And things got way easier once I learned that I could upgrade the critical aspect of that. I also did my melee up, because sometimes when I don't feel like beating enemies with, uh, with my weapons, I get into this Dark Soulsian, again, kind of battle where uh, I take a swing, run away, and then the monster misses me, and then I swing again, and it just goes on for like about five minutes. Well... The way I was playing, I was upgrading a bit of everything every time. That way, if I ran out of ammo in one gun, I would have something else to rely on. And mm-hmm. apparently right. it doesn't work in your favor, The uh, because I ran out of ammo many, many times, and when I had to resort to physical attacks, they didn't do anything. Yeah, melee attacks don't really do anything at all. I think that's kind of the point. It's just like really a last resort if you don't want to waste any bullets and you think you can take them or, you know, something's in your way or whatever. Also, shooting people in the head did absolutely nothing. Do you need to do it twice? I told you. Uh, Even multiple shots, point blank, did not kill them. They laid on the ground, you know, swiped at me a few times, and they immediately got up, which means I couldn't burn them. So, multiple gunshots, just... I was doing everything to kill these simple enemies. The bosses were easier than the casual enemies. I also upped the critical rate on my, uh... On my, um, handgun. As well as the accuracy. I think the accuracy helped more than anything up in my handgun. But I should be able to kill normal guys. See, I think that was intentional, because... You think back to Resi 4... The game doesn't really feel all that tense once you get your guns upgraded all the way, and you're just blowing through enemies like it's no big fucking deal. So I think he made the gunplay a little more restricted and, you know, a bit more, uh, you know, limited. Bullets aren't bullets aren't everywhere, and you have to reserve you have to preserve ammo and think when it's a good time to use the handgun, or maybe you should just go ahead and use the tomahawk you found back there two rooms ago. Well, if you don't have or run, run, running works too. Actually, thing I like. Actually, I can also contest that our character is dumb. The he ma- is, the- and that's why I love this game no, because uh, it's 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 got that Capcom shine of dumbness that you saw in, in those games have really passed, but now that everyone's left, it's kind of interspersed in, like, platinum games and shit like that. Well... Espe- especially in Chapter 4 when the guy itched his head off. That was... <laughs> I-, I was on board by that point. The script is absolutely terrible, but beautiful, when it beautiful. comes to our... <laughs> when it comes to our absolute... When our... Just our character, the person we play as, I have never seen a more pathetic person... Because he actually runs out of breath and stops. I hate that. (laughs) 
the game tells me to run. So I do. And he stops in the middle of a giant horde that I'm trying to get through. And he just goes, wow. See, so, so uh, I also upgraded my sprint so I could run longer, faster. I and did I've... too! And it did nothing! Well, keep an eye on your sprint meter! I have been! I have tried my damnedest to make this e- as easy for me as possible, and nothing worked. I was losing my patience. I'm a very patient person. The evil within pissed me off. I think a lot of the things that you have problems with, I actually kind of enjoyed because, again, Dark Souls. Dark Souls is fine. I am patient when it comes to Dark Souls, but not bullshit. There's a lot of really good design moments, though. For like, in in between the bullshit, there's some really good design. Like the game is like challenging me i don't see it as annoyances i see it as a challenge i have to overcome it does take a bit of trial and error but you know i it's uh, I'm, I'm having fun shut up that's that's uh, the uh, name of it trial and error one moment was uh, in chapter nine uh i'm just walking down this hallway and then all of a sudden whoa shit i i get my foot gets trapped by some rope or whatever and i'm being dragged down into this corridor that's got this huge gigantic really really inconvenient shredder or whatever and uh, I had my gun out, so I'm thinking, what the fuck do I do? I'm thinking, do I shoot at the thing? Do I shoot at, at the rope? And within five seconds, I'm grinded and I'm fucking mulched. I was like, well, that's fucking great. I gotta go all the way back now. But just as, it, just as the screen wiped out and it faded to black, it panned up to that, to that uh, bright red light that kind of said, hey, shoot here. So I'm thinking, okay, well, now I know. You're fucking on. I do agree. Now, I... That... I'm not blaming the entire game for bad design choices. There's just a lot of them. Why would you have si- what soon becomes a simple enemy have insta-kill moves? Insta-kill? Uh, you've, you, you said you're on Chapter 10? Yeah, I, I just got there, pretty much. Uh, Ruvik, or an enemy running around as Ruvik. Uh, he summons insta-death hands... Insta death hands. If you get grabbed by it, and by the way, you can't hurt him as this attack is going around. It lasts for about twenty seconds. But if you are caught by it, you instantly die. I guess I better run like hell then. You can run around in circles. The thing is, why should a normal enemy have an insta kill move, and bosses barely do? Hmm. There was uh, also uh, there was also one boss right at the end in the sewer-ish uh, part of the level. You'll you'll get to him, and you'll uh, probably absolutely love this one. But uh, as soon as the fight started, you know I was going through. This is my first time running, and I almost kill him. I was like, oh man, well okay, that was that was pretty good. Let me try this again. Uh, five seconds in, I find out he has an insta kill move. He comes right up to me and eats my face off. I was like, oh. Okay, thanks. I, I think this is also a game that you don't really want to play in like all in one sitting because I've found that on several instances, if I quit for the night or just don't play for the day, when I come back, I do amazingly. So I think it's meant to be enjoyed in bursts, probably not in one whole well, sitting. I did it about a chapter a night. Does that count? Maybe that was too much. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of dumb decisions although i I, do- I really think that this this game is also a matter on taste because 
I don't know. You came from a background expecting Resident Evil 4. I came from background expecting a tough survival horror game. Well, act- actually, I had no expectations for The Evil Within. I wasn't oh, really? expecting anything. Huh. I was just thinking, oh, okay. We got cool-looking monsters. All right. We got uh, something having to do with the mind. You got my attention. I didn't know it was going to be a clunky third-person shooter. But I think it's intentionally clunky because the camera's so hard to control. That's stupid! The most terrifying moments are where I'm, I'm fighting a boss and I can't fucking see him. Because, so then I think, oh shit, I gotta sprint ahead and turn the camera so that way I can see him. And that makes it really tense and exciting, and that's what I love about it. The fact that it's so tense and exciting and I'm, I'm totally helpless. Because with Resi 4, you know, you're totally, you, you've, you're good to go. Mmm, there's a couple moments where you still can't see the boss. And by the way, I can almost name point for point every scene that was ripped from Resident Evil 4. There's a lot of (laughs) bosses who are exactly from Resident Evil 4. It really wanted to be a game that was popular 10 years ago. Tried to upgrade it, make make it more like modern shooters, and it did succeed in some parts, but it did fail in several others. But I can't help but see it as just an honest effort as someone who really wants to make a good, scary survival horror game that isn't jumping, scary shooting, blah blah, whatever, like Dead Space was. That was another good point I brought up. It never attempted a jump scare. Never. Well, th- when, it, when it did, it was for, for the good of gameplay or for the good of story, not yeah. just for the fuck of it. Um, I think once there was a really good one, and it was actually that boss I was mentioning earlier, but other than that, it was just, hey, look, it's a monster. It's on its way. You're going to run? I swear that Keeper boss is probably one of the best, best designed bosses I've seen in a long time, the safe guy. That was, kind of an, that was kind of an annoying part for me because... Uh, oh, is it? This is where the differing tastes come in. <laughs> D- don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed the fight, but uh, doing it the tenth time over, him ripping off his head doesn't seem that scary anymore. It's like, all right, all right, you're right. Rip, rip your head off. Come on in here with me. Okay. I got two, two rifle bullets. Bang, bang. He's down. All right, let's move on. Well, see, I did it differently. In that boss fight, you just have to make it to a specific point and then end him via cutscene. Oh, I've killed him like three, four times. Well, you didn't have to. <laughs> that, was, that was the best part. I wasted all my rifle ammo for nothing. Y- yeah, you could either waste all your ammo or just immediately, you know, do what the game wants you to do and win the fight without shooting a bullet. That was what you're supposed to do? No. Oh. I mean, to to get him out of your way, yeah, shoot him and kill him and get the extra experience points if you want. Because every time you kill him, 5,000 apiece. But, uh... I went through, after my third, fourth try, I just said, you know, screw it, I'm going to save my ammo, and I ran through it without... I think I had to kill him once, because we were in a locked room. Yeah, that's that's the part where he rips his head off, whatnot. Uh, let's see. What was another really good one? Oh, the, the demon. The uh, demon lady that had to be burned. Ooh. That was uh, awesome. I think by Chapter 9, I really started to understand the story, like I said. Yeah, it was it was really kind of annoying where the fight, I had to go to three separate parts of the mansion to open this one fucking door. But the thing is, uh, the 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 strive to get it, the struggle was totally worth the payoff because it was like a totally trippy, awesome, out of nowhere kind of kind of bullshit just boss fight. W- but, wait till you get to the end. Have you met the lake monster yet? I don't think I have. <laughs> lake monster. Hey, <laughs> that sounds familiar. See. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see if my uh, opinion of this game holds up. I'm thinking it will because I'm thinking if I'm on, if I'm still on board at this point, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to take a lot. You'll to be fine. Me. I 
I uh, completely lost faith in it by chapter five, and it didn't help that uh, it was getting more bullshit by the chapter. My uh, my copy of The Evil Within uh, has one, well, two stickers on it. Let's say nine out of ten from Game Informer. I would Jesus. agree with them probably, say, between an eight and a nine. So we'll just say 8.5 out of ten from me. What would you give it? I would give it a seven. A seven. Because that's... For not expecting anything, it wasn't atrocious where I had to stop. Like, I, there were t- plenty of points where I was like, that was really cool. Well, I, th- I had uh, fun th- here. This game does have one thing that, uh, the, that several, several other games in your collection don't have. You beat it. <laughs> I'm on number three. <laughs> it, held, it held your attention until the end, and I think, I think that's one of the things I like most about this game. The fact that it seems to hold its momentum pretty well. It could have gotten stale and really, really dumb quickly, like Shadows of the Dam did, but it always seemed to just intrigue me to keep playing a bit more, because they seem to just give little tweaks uh, to the gameplay and what you have to do here and there, so... Can, can I tell you my favorite part of that game? What do you got? Besides the bosses, there were actually two specific scenes, both by the same character, that made me that made me realize that, uh, yeah, this script is going to suck. <laughs> the dog boss, you remember him? I think, yes. The the big wolf with the multiple mounts. <laughs> so that boss fight, oh. that made me rage quit for the night. So I came back. I did some research. There is no special way to kill him. You just got to shoot him a lot. I was like, okay, I can do this. Shotgun, when he charged you, seemed to work because... Well, uh, it, it kind of didn't help that I had no ammo. So uh, uh, oh, I was I was in oh, for the well, long yeah. haul. So I finally beat him. <laughs> me and my friend, we go through a gate. And he's like, okay, cool. Where are my glasses? <laughs> oh, no, my glasses are lost. You've got to go back and get them because I can't see. I, oh, my God, that's stupid. <laughs> I, I literally I went, are you fucking kidding me? I actually loved my time with Joseph because in terms of escort missions go, there was so much cheesy bullshit stuff going on. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you're testing me. My favorite part was when uh, I got literally impaled with one of those gigantic harpoon things that are shooting at you. And so that's literally through my skull. I slumped to the floor. And just as I die, I hear Joseph say, are you, are okay? you all right? Yeah. He, he said that a lot. That was uh, basically half of their script between uh, Sebastian and Joseph was just saying, are you all right? Are you okay? How you doing? I would have rage quit so much if it wasn't for the wonderful cheesiness of it all. Another scene, and it had to do with Joseph. I think it was in that exact same chapter as before we got to the wolf. Um, you remember the Giants? Oh, the Giants was actually pretty fun. That was definitely a Dark Souls moment. No, I, I will say that was a really fun moment. Until Joseph said, I'll cover you, as I'm getting my face beaten in by a giant, and he never shot once. That was like the easiest boss ever. I'm not saying it was hard. It was, it was, it was so simple. Once you learn that there's a crossface you can get underneath, and then you can just take pot shots at them while they're fucking doing their shit. Well, that I didn't know. But basically, I killed the first one. That wasn't the problem. It was when he said, hold on, I'll cover you. He pointed <laughs> his gun... Never shot once, and I was like, Joseph? Joseph? And then he breaks my fucking legs and keeps pounding me into the dirt. He never shot once. That was my second time trying it. First time he shot. Are second you all time, right? Yeah, so, second time he just stood there. And the, that's got to be the new, uh, she's just a terrorist, end of story. Are you all right? 
And and okay. And final point. That's why I like this game so much. It never takes itself seriously at all. When it bugged the fuck out, it annoyed me. It's 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 fun though, and I think it's a matter of taste. If you go in and you don't like it, there's probably a lot of people who will agree with you, but there's a lot of people that like it too, and a lot of people who will probably agree with them it's too. Ve- so. It's a very middle of the road, which is kind of hilarious that you and I are on the exact opposite parts of the coin. I've probably never I've never seen that happen. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Well, besides that one, I mean, I can I can tell you straight up, it's trash, but I still like it. That's kind of how I feel about The Evil Within, but I think that it's a bit more intentional. Kingdom Hearts has absolutely no self-awareness as to how bad it is. No, no, it takes itself seriously, and that's its problem. (laughs) Exactly, that's the point. (laughs) Alright, I'm done bitching about The Evil Within. Alright, I'm done ranting about The Evil Within. It's a fun game, go try it if you like games. But be aware there are issues. I hope it's one of you! (laughs) Yeah, uh, be aware there are issues, but if you see it through to the end, I don't know. I've had to bend over backwards for so many lesser games to enjoy them, and I don't have to bend over backwards too much for Evil Within. You apparently did, so... If you like Resident Evil 4, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff from it. Actually, I think if you liked Resident Evil 5, and if you could stay awake for Resident Evil 6, you'll probably be fine. (laughs) Okay, that's... uh, Let's leave it at that endorsement. Edit point. Sorry, just a couple more things I wanted to add to The Evil Within before we stop. I know I said I would stop bitching, but these were a couple of the key points that I wanted to bring up that I forgot to. For one, every time I tried to shoot a guy in the head, the bullets went through him. Not in the good way. They completely missed, even though I was right on point. So that was another thing that pissed me off. The game was a little buggy. Also, overall, it was just disappointing. Just the fact that they had to take key points from Resident Evil 4 just to make their game actually worth playing, that's really bad. That's really disappointing. There were so many original ideas in here, and then you resorted to something you made 10 years ago. It was clunky, it was slow, it had the stench of next-gen on it, and to be honest, it was just average. And it could have been so much more. Also, as UDJ says, some of these might have been intentional, but why would you make a game that breaks on the player? Unless you're saying it's all in their mind. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've got a topic for you. What do you got? My topic is... Collectors and Scalpers. Collectors and... Oh, yeah. So, during that Nintendo Direct, we're we're bringing it all the way around, uh, two new 3DSs were announced. A Monster Hunter and a Majora's Mask. And you clocked it 30 minutes after that announcement, gone. Gone. Just fucking gone. Not even an hour. Just fucking gone. Online, they were gone, but if you went into a store, you could still get them. And I think Best Buy still has a few. Yeah. But immediately done. Just fucking gone. And now it's on eBay for $480. And that's where the scalpers come in. A lot of um, a lot of companies I follow on Twitter, they do a really good, or they have started doing a good job because of so many complaints. And even people on Amazon are going, "This is bullshit." Amazon, you need to stop this. Basically, if you don't know what a scalper is, they buy really rare items in bulk and then sell them at their own price. Way, way inflated. The, yeah, very, very overpriced. They charge shipping and handling out the ass. 
But what the Majora's Mask one did, it was 200 bucks. It didn't come with a game. It just looked nice. You had you had to you had to pay full price in order to reserve it. Right, right. So basically, what a scalper will do is they'll use the funds from their original product that they overpriced for. They'll use those funds buy multiple products that people really want and then sell them for a lot of a lot more money. So as uh, UDJ said, four hundred and fifty dollars for a new 3DS, and it was sold out immediately. I think it's because they know the thing about supply and demand, you know. Well, they also know collectors. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they know that there will be people desperate enough, rich enough, or stupid enough, or all three, to buy a $480 Majora's Mask 3DS. Yes, and this goes into another thing that kind of goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, not exactly es- uh, exclusivity, but limited editions. Is it that one guy? No. Well, if it's not if it's not that one guy, I I have a one guy. Okay. Uh, basically, limited editions are getting ridiculous, and it's only recently that I just you know took a step back and went, "This is terrible." People are not able to get their limited editions that a lot of people want. The, another example is Majora's Mask, and having to do with scalpers. People are buying all these limited editions, and they're just gone. It's it's unfair is what it is. It is, and thank God developers are noticing, and um, my example is actually Idea Factory. On uh, we- this past Wednesday, they announced that their online store will sell the uh, special limited edition of the uh, Neptunia remake on Vita. You can get it in their store Limit one per person. You know, I think that's going to be the future now. One per person? That's that's probably going to be the norm. Once they realize that people are just scalping and overselling them and getting profits that that they're not getting, they're going to start selling them themselves. And then there's not even going to be any any more physical copies because they're just going to be sold through downloadable things. We've already got uh, limited editions and special collector's editions online now. Why would I want to pay $129 over PSN to make sure I get hard uh, Battlefield Hardline with all the DLC and all the multiplayer bullshit ahead of time before everybody else? You I know, didn't even I didn't even think of that. Something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. This this could be this could be the new thing. Ooh. Oh. Ga- that's, GameStop that's should be worried about this shit. GameStop mm. and Best Buy and all those other you know things that rely all those other stores that rely on games revenues. They should they should look in on this. Yeah, this is actually really bad, and probably one of the, the... The reason I bring up the Neptunia one is everybody was absolutely frightened that they weren't going to get this new special edition. Back in September, or uh, the end of August, actually, I had to stay up till 3 a.m., and ba- it was a flash... It was a sale, it was there, and then it wasn't. Five minutes, a thousand units gone. That's how small this... Uh, for the first limited edition on Vita, for the first Neptunia game, that's how fast it went. You had so many people wanting to get the exact same thing. It was on Amazon. It was at 3 a.m. And they were gone in five minutes. So to remedy this, and this also has to do with the scalpers, they made tons more. This It was a big situation, but that's way too long to explain. They made more. 
they told people a week ahead of time when and where they could do it and one per person. So that's that was so much better. And as of this recording, they still haven't sold out, so they made a shit ton more. I've also noticed that a lot of uh, shortages don't happen on games. They happen on hardware. Remember back in the day where cartridges used to be so hard to come by? I went to like four or five stores trying to find Majora's Mask. Now it's like I can find any game anywhere. Maybe I have to go to one or two stores to find it. Well, do you remember when the Wii was released? Good luck finding that. Yeah, it's hardware that's hard to come by these days. The whole fiasco with the GameCube adapter with Smash Brothers. Oh that, my that's, god. Yeah, it's it's hardware that's hard to come by. Because it's, it's more expensive to make. Exactly. Software, you can just put on disc and... Bah, there you go, it's just fart them out whenever you want to. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could just remake a game. But with the hardware, it takes so much longer. Yeah. I mean, anyone can just remake another PS4 game, but to make another PS4, that's not a thing entirely. Yeah. Like uh, last year, actually, when next-gen consoles were the big Christmas item, nobody had them. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I saw, what I saw, nobody had PS4s. That was the big one. Every, everybody had an Xbox One because nobody expected to buy it. I'm kidding. I love to rag on the Xbox One because I own one. I'm allowed to now. I don't... I don't... I'm just so sorry. I still haven't regretted my decision. Yet. I think that's why we're so split, because you got the Xbox One edition of Diva Within, <laughs> you, didn't you? You know, as we were talking, I was just thinking, what if the <laughs> PS4 version was better? What if it's like, oh, it's so way more balanced. <laughs> I didn't even see this scene. <laughs> Exclusive content for different consoles. Yes, I did play it on Xbox One. But it's be- that that's a matter of... Uh, preference for control's sake. And I still love Xbox controllers. Could be worse. Yep. I, I, I rag on Xbox all day, but I still love the stuff they make. So, I don't know. <sighs> Let's just say I can make jokes. I did, I did have one more scalper story. Oh, yeah, what'd you got? It's uh, this one guy who swears that he is going to buy... The Rosalina and Luma Amiibos oh, in God. so much bulk so that nobody else can have them. Ha! Uh-huh. Sure. Can't, I mean, why would you... You wouldn't even sell them back? You just have them? Where would you put them? Maybe why would you do that? Maybe he's just a huge Rosalina fan. What kind of... I know! What kind of sad, neck-bearded, fat idiot would buy 40,000 Rosalina and Luma Amiibos and not even use them or sell them back for profit? That's how many there are? I, I don't know. He's gonna buy a lot of them, I guess. Because he's got, he's, he's got, like, what was it, $35,000 to do it with? <laughs> what a waste of money! So, who's the bigger idiot here? Well, the greed. <laughs> That's the idiot. Because I just want one. And, you know, for the sake of collectors, they'd probably want one in box, one out of box. One to look at, one to keep. Two, fine. Three, okay. Four, pushing it. Five, all right, that's enough. Yeah. R- Do I know this guy? I don't know where he's from. Okay. Probably kept his identity secret so people wouldn't burn his house. <laughs> Was it Chris Chan? <laughs> nah, the Sonic Amiibos aren't out yet. Oh, right, right, right. Somebody actually, uh, this is completely off topic, but somebody sent me a link of uh, Chris Chan explaining why 
he shouldn't have uh, been arrested for uh, pepper spraying a GameStop employee. I I have not heard about Chris Chen in years, and I am glad I kept it that way. So I've not heard the story. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him, and it was hysterical. Pepper spraying a GameStop employee. Because, and you'll never guess the reason. They because gave him Sonic 06? Be, no, no, this is more recent. Because the display for Sonic Boom, I think it was, Sonic's arms were blue. You haven't known Chris Chan long, have you? I'm kind of glad I've recently learned about him. I learned about him back in like 2008, 2009. And that was when the most of what his damage had brought on the internet had already been over already. And he's back. You don't want to go down that road, man. You don't want to... What you know? What, what, what you currently know about Chris Chan, <laughs> leave it at that. Leave it alone. You don't need to go any further. You're... I, th- I thought it was hilarious, though. It, it'll stop getting hilarious when, the more you know. It, it, I know it'll get sad, but I just thought it was really funny at that point. I'm done. Don't worry, I'm not going to go farther down that rabbit hole. Oh, good, because there's no way out of that one. <laughs> All right, you want to get some Q&A before we sign off? Yeah, we can do that. All right, do you have any questions for me? For uh, us? For this? For that? Believe Everything? it or not, we've got quite a few, and they're asking about the future. The future! Oh, the future. The what, future. What is in store for 2015? That's not the question, but let's get going. What is in stores for 2015? Well, I don't know. Probably stuff that's usually in stores, like clothes and food and... Yep, all that good, fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you right. ever been to a store, man? I don't think they're going to change in the years we've been having them. <laughs> Sheesh. Next question. <laughs> Peasant questions. <laughs> but, um, will UDJ make an album from the excellent keyboard playing from the Hinako video? <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> all, all you have to do is uh, just bang your head on the keyboard, and there we go. Album made. I did, however, as many people will hear, that I got a new microphone, and with some new audio equipment, I picked up Cubase, so I'm hoping to get some good music churning out lately, so, yes, there might be some new music, but probably not for the Hinako video, I don't like looking at my past work, I need to move beyond that Always stage. look. I need to move beyond that stage in my artistic career. Always look to the future. That'll always be my hit uh, hippie <laughs> underground stuff that will become mil- worth millions once I become a uh, moderately successful producer on YouTube. I don't know. Whatever. Did I tell you one of the funniest comments we got on the Hinako videos? There are a lot of them. So what do you got? It was uh, uh, watching Anime Girl Sweat, the uh, workout video. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody posted a comment with about 27, uh, 27 periods. And then eventually said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Good and please tell and please tell me there isn't more. That was the rest of it. And please tell me there isn't more. To which I had to respond, oh. "Well, if working out isn't your fancy, you can watch her sleep or take a bath." And uh, he very quickly got back to me and said, "People really get off on this." <laughs> and we've have video proof that they do. Uh huh. That was probably the funniest. That was the funniest thing we did last year. Yep. I wonder what we'll do next year. Hmm. I might have a couple ideas. I've I've got a couple ideas too, but I need new ideas. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I need but, new uh, ideas. 
And same guy, different question. As a fun one-shot, will you guys play Tekken Tag Tournament 2? I have Tekken Tag Tournament 2. My most uh, favorite alliterative game title ever. I don't. So I'm probably going to be terrible at it. Do you know how to play Tekken? Nope. Do you know how to button mash? Mm, yep. You'll be fine. Okay, good. Okay. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Whew. Whew. All right. This one's more for you than it is for me. UDJ, I've been wondering if you, or uh, if and when you plan on doing an, an LP of another Mystical Ninja game. And uh, will Nisco be in it like last time? One more thing. The Goemon's Great Adventure LP you did is one of my favorite, is, or if not my favorite, LP I've ever seen. I'm glad you think that it's your favorite. I'm, I'm hoping we could do another co-op game. Yeah, I've been hoping that maybe we could do Peace Walker or uh, maybe some other co-op game we can do. Just get a game I'm terrible at, a.k.a. all of them. I'll, I don't know. I've got some things working, you know. I've, I've had some setbacks because I found out that my N64 won't be able to record on my capture card. So now I got a, oh, I've had an audio nightmare, an audio <laughs> video nightmare these past couple days. Yeah. So the, the PlayStation Let's Play that I was planning, I can't really do right now. So I've got something else planned. Which I think I'm going to keep under wraps for a while longer. Which I can't wait for. <laughs> I'm going to pick it up tomorrow, so maybe you can. It's probably going to be real soon. Oh God! But uh, but shit. What was the question again? No, I, just the. Uh, you got a new capture card recently, didn't you? Yeah, I got I got an, an, an older old, version. Our old capture card that we used to do Goemon with, actually. <laughs> so when it comes to Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for the 64, I have wanted to do that. But I don't know when I'm going to fit it in yet. But just know that I'm thinking about it. It's in the works. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Well, if you want to, we can just, you know, play through the whole game, finish the LP, but then you can release it later. I might do that, because just... the game is the game is very therapeutic to me, actually. Oh, I really, there we go. I really love this game. I mean, Mystical Ninja Story Goemon is one of my favorite, favorite fucking games of all time. It got me into Japanese culture, seriously. We have a plan, then. So... I don't know. That's that's coming soon. Whatever. Eventually. Give me more shit to do. Why not? Yeah, see? There we go. All right. Uh, rapid fire questions. Are you ready for these? Go. How did you two meet? Uh, well, uh, we were hanging out in high school one day, and uh, we were hanging out with a couple of I other said friends. rapid fire! I s okay, rapid fire! Okay, it all started with the Resident Evil 4 impersonation of, uh, Sa of uh, Salazar. And uh, he turned to me and said, that's a pretty good impression. I just, I just went and get, yes, Mr. Kennedy. And he turns and says, that's a pretty good impression, dude. And then <laughs> it was history from then on out. Indeed. Uh, second question. Would, uh, can you guys do more life-related topics such as dating tips? <laughs> Ask him. Why me? <laughs> because I'm single. Uh, talk to the ladies. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good tip. That's how you start it. Talk I, to I, ladies. I learned that ladies learn. Or men. Uh, ladies like it when you talk to them, and not in a condescending or milady kind of manner. Uh, talk to them as an actual human being, perhaps. There we go. Like, like their thoughts actually mean something. Don't stare at her tits all the time. Maybe <laughs> she might not even be the girl that she thought she was. So just talk to her and see what happens. Okay. Dating doesn't need to be your priority, because if so, you're going to strike out a lot. Nice, nice. Let it, let, let it grow into something wonderful, and then you'll have something wonderful, and then, yeah. That's so nice. Next question, fuck you. And now I know. 
<laughs> uh, how old are you two, and what is your home life situation that got you into you? Oh, wait, this is this is actually for you. Uh, Why actually, me? The, Why are they is, all for me? No, no, this is a final question that's split into like three parts. So, how old are you two? I'm not going to say, but I will say you are two years older than me. So I shouldn't say my age either, because you that's, said that. that's going to make it interesting. <laughs> well, I was going to say my age because I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> oh well, I'm good. I'm going to be 24. There I'm 25. Go. How's that? That'll work. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Not that we'll believe you. And my social security card is <laughs> my credit card number. <laughs> current is. driver's license. <laughs> uh, what is your uh, home life situation that got you into YouTube? So basically. What is your current situation now, and why did you decide to get into YouTube? Current situation. For- well, I'm alive, and I like to do videos, so I decided to do them. And uh, for the Niskel, are there any tips to get into YouTube or any other media tips? Um, don't do it. <laughs> Especially online reviewing. It is a horrible idea. I know I shouldn't put you down for that, but you have to stay interesting. You have to stay relevant. You have to be original or else people will write you off as a just another certain somebody or another certain somebody. I have something that's probably a bit more uplifting than that. Well, I'm I'm not saying it's all bad. Trust me, there are some really good to outdo the bad. How about how about never stop creating? There we go. As long as you never stop creating and never stop having fun with it, there's nobody who can bring you down. There is one big point and this has changed my mindset. Since day one, since I learned about it, this is the entire reason I did it. Never, ever do it for notoriety or do it for the money. Do it for fun. Always do it for fun, because if you don't do it for fun, you're not going to have a good product. If you don't have a good product, no one's going to see it, so then, you know, that defeats the purpose. The only reason I'm doing this is because it makes me happy. I do I do it because it's fun. I do it because I get to have fun with my fiance. I get to have fun with my best friend. You know, it, it's great. Who cares if I only got less than 200 subscribers? It doesn't give a fuck. What? <laughs> I meant to say wife, not fiance. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have been married. Oh, we have a third wheel. <laughs> How fucking Somebody from the background. <laughs> oh, I'm going to turn up that volume. I got to hear that. Well, what's my current situation? Not Jared. very good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be making videos for much longer after tonight. Oh, <laughs> deep shit right now. Oh god, I'm I'm one I'm one friend down. It's dead after this. Oh, you're gonna have to find somebody else to do these stupid podcasts with you from now on. I think. <laughs> Love you, babe. Love you too, honey. <laughs> I'm dead. Huh. Holy shit, that was so funny. Um, All right. Anyway, next, uh, 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 next question. Have, um, we yeah? we have a compliment. Uh, you guys are so funny. I'm glad I found out about you guys. Well, thank you. Well. Thanks. I'm I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. You know, we all, we live to serve. We live to please everybody. I guess don't look too into that. But we're no, glad we're, right, we're right. glad you're watching. We're glad you're laughing. Yes, that's all. That's always oh. what we do. What we do. We're people like that. 
when and how often do you guys have time to actually sit down and play games, and how long have you been using Skype? It really depends how much time we actually have. I mean, right now, i got to go to work in like a two or three hours, and my wife's going to kill me in the other room. So, no time at all. You're <laughs> pretty much dead to the world right now. Yeah, but, for a uh, while. I don't have any time. That's kind of why I brought up the challenge of beating 50 games by the end of 2015. Here's, here's open. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Make sure you don't get games like Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> that never end. No, they end. It's just... <laughs> what do you mean by... Forever. What do you mean by beat? Do you mean like 100% or where no, you get the best just ending? or finish. Just See finish. the ending credits. That alone will take like 80 hours. Yeah, forget that. Yeah. That's fun, and though. A lot of how fun. How long have we been using Skype? Because I know we started with, like, not AOL, but MSN. Yeah, we used to do MSN all the time, but uh, I think I... No, wait. Maybe it was Yahoo? I think it started as Yahoo, then it went to MSN because it was better and we could chat, and then it went to Skype because it yeah, was better. It was just better, and then Skype's kind of shit now, so... Well, we're, yeah, we're, they're going to have to come yeah. up with something different. We'll figure something out. Yeah. But, uh, I got a question for the Niskel. What Let's Plays are you planning on 2015? I'm not going to say anything. And would it be Persona 3? I don't know. Depends on when I get to it. My release schedule is screwed because of the job I have now, but I'm getting to it. If if you actually take count, I only did three Let's Plays last year. One, because they were long, and two, because my release schedule's crap. I think I've had less than that. I will say you've been more productive than me this year. Says you. I've released three videos. I haven't released shit yet. Oh, well, okay, then I'm beating you by three. That's going to change soon. Hopefully by Monday I'll have things going on. Awesome. Uh, let's see. And there's just a couple opinion things, like, what are your thoughts on Halo? Halo is a shooter. It's definitely a shooter. I like it more than others, just because you can jump higher. I like it most when the guns go bang, bang, and the things that aren't humans go ag. And, and die. And, and, and they, they bleed blue, which I think is really, really innovative for the industry today. Blue <laughs> blood. That is the kind of driving innovation and creator-driven uh, genius that we need into the next generation of video games. You gotta love sarcasm. Sarcasm? Oh, you're being truthful? Was I? I or know. wasn't I? I mean, I'll be truthful. It's fun. It's a shooter. <laughs> it's it's not it's not the worst shooter in the world. No, 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 no. Not by a long shot. I'm just not a fan of shooters. Yeah, same here. Uh, what is your opinion on Sonic Boom, and is it better or worse than Sonic X? Oh, it's so much better. The show? Yeah. The show. Mm. It seems okay. I would say give it a shot. Two episodes per 30-minute block. Yeah, maybe. I got other things I want to watch. I would say watch one episode. That's all I watched, and it was already leagues ahead of Sonic X. Well, I'm sure it's much better than Sonic X, because it looks like that they put some fucking effort into it this time. Right, right. And that's it. That's all? I've got nothing else. You've got nothing else. So what would you like to end on? Um, you playing right, anything? You playing yeah. anything else? Well, the next games I'm going to try to beat on my list are Bayonetta one and two. I still haven't finished them. I'm playing Bayonetta one and two as well, and I'm finding out quickly that I absolutely despise playing on the gamepad. Oh, great! And I'm I, gonna have and to I absolutely despise playing on the classic controller worse. 
Hmm. Better of two evils then. So I'm getting stone awards left and right, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, for for a game like that, unless you're really vested into getting the platinum awards, it, there's no point. I feel like I'm disappointing Hideki Kamiya though, and I just can't <laughs> do that. He doesn't care. As you've seen on Twitter, he doesn't care what you think. And he doesn't care about you either. I mean, unless you're very positive, then he cares about you. Yeah, well, yeah. you're not not an idiot. <laughs> you're not a stupid American. Yeah, I've been playing that in Dragon Age, and uh, I also picked up PlayStation Plus again. <gasps> I picked up Infamous First Light. Ooh. Wow. Let me tell you about how a game totally blew me away in terms of expectations real quick. Really? Yeah. That good. I, well, first of all, I loved Infamous too. It had a great amount of oh, open okay. world and collecting that really kept the pace going, and First Light still has the same thing. Because it was always easy to move around. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get into cars, and your running speed wasn't great, so you always use your powers to get by. Well, the way that uh, Fetch, was the character's name in this game, uses her abilities, is that she turns into neon light. Ooh. So, all you gotta do is just hold circle, and boom, you're going like 70 miles an hour, just going over buildings and everything, and it doesn't cost anything, and it's immediate, and you keep it throughout the whole game. It's, pr- it's a pretty short game still, but it uh, it just... The sense of freedom is just absolutely fantastic. The control's spot on. <laughs> All of a sudden, two hours have passed, and I've already uh, collected about 75% of the, of the collectibles already. Nice, nice. I think that was an, expen- uh, an expansion of Second Son. Somebody will correct me. That's why it's so short. I, I found out if I could play First Light Before Second Son, and they said that, well, some plot things will be missed, but not really obvious ones, so go ahead. And so I was like, okay! So I did, and it's really fun. <laughs> Alright, so uh, let's play plans? Let's play plans. Well, like I said, uh, this uh, PS1 Let's Play I was planning with Violet, uh, it's not working out right now. Not because of what happened. No, but because <laughs> I've had disastrous technical problems trying to get it to work with my capture card. So, long story short, I gotta wait till February before I get a single part that allows me to do this Let's Play. So, we're gonna do something else in between. I'm gonna probably get the game tomorrow to start with that, and hopefully you'll be seeing that really, really soon, and (laughs) I'm excited. I can't wait for it, to be honest. I'm gonna watch that as soon as it comes out. Mm. Uh, As far as Danganronpa, it's still going, and I can finally say we're getting close to actually releasing Persona 4 Golden Bonus episodes. It's been a year, and I'm finally getting to finishing them. Speaking of bonus episodes, I'm going to toss this up in the air before we sign off. Yes. Uh, Star Fox Adventures is still going on, of course. Mm -hmm. There might be bonus episodes for that. Two words, action replay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice! (laughs) Oh, shoot! Dude! Guess what just got released? What? Like, video-wise. What? Smooth and Groove. What did he release? He just released the Professor Layton theme acapella. I guess I have to do these bonus episodes now, because that's a fucking sign. Caption on Audacity, you heard it right here. (laughs) See you guys.